This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Ezel from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 480-284-6393, or you can reach us toll-free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, and while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, recently, I was sitting down in my office after a really great meeting with a client. I leaned back in my chair and looked out the window to enjoy a beautiful, sunny view. I was feeling good about things. And then I jumped on my computer to check the news. And what's the first topic I saw? (laughs) Inflation. Yep. Talk about taking the sunshine out of your day. Now, I'm guessing many of you listening today have also come across plenty of articles and news stories lately with screaming headlines announcing the impending arrival of rising inflation. Those stories have likely left you asking yourself one important question. How do I protect myself? And during today's show, we're going to deep dive into inflation and what you can do to prepare your financial strategy. But let me take a moment first to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore who, if I do say so myself, always inflates the quality of this show. (laughs) Boom. Hilarious stuff, Aaron. Uh, You like that? Wow, what an intro. Uh, I love it. Uh, But be careful, too many compliments might inflate my ego. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. bad. Bad puns so far today. Well, uh, yeah, this is a topic that's been in the news and I think it's really important. I've had a great week. Thanks for having me on the show. I know you've been a busy guy. Uh, let's jump right into it. And, you know, I've had a feeling though, that we were going to be talking about this topic. I mean, like you, I've seen so many stories about inflation in the news lately. I mean, from used cars and new cars to lumber, uh, to gasoline, uh, groceries, everything's the cost of everything is is going through the roof right now. And I think, uh, you know, a few things out there really increase feelings of anxiety more uh, for especially for people nearing retirement like inflation. I mean, the last thing you need when you're on a retirement budget is rapidly rising prices. So I I think this is going to be a great topic for us today. Well, you're absolutely right on that one. Well, let's start today with a very recent U.S. News and World Report article explainer. Why are fears of high inflation getting worse? Now, as the article notes, we're seeing a clear rise in prices for gas, automobiles, and even basics like toilet paper, peanut butter, and soda. Simply put, high inflation happens when prices for goods and services don't simply rise at a normal and manageable level, but instead hit the gas pedal and rise so quickly it can make the cost of living more expensive and reduce purchasing power for many people. One good piece of news, however, is that right now, 
Many economists don't think we're close to seeing uncontrollably high inflation here in the United States. But at the same time, there's a clearly there's an unease among businesses, investors and some consumers. Well, so what are some of the issues then currently driving all these concerns about inflation? Well, one potential reason we're seeing rising prices is that in March and April of 2020, the heart of the COVID-19 pandemic, prices took a big dip. Prices are now rising as we slowly inch back to normal life, which means year to year, price jumps are bigger than many folks are used to. Additionally, there's also a global shortage of raw materials and parts of that is driving up costs. Home builders are scrambling to find the lumber they need for projects and other manufacturers are having an increasingly hard time finding copper and other commodities. Auto manufacturers need semiconductors and many restaurants are even struggling to find menu basics like chicken wings. Chick- it's sad, but true. <laughs> Chicken wings. I had, to, I had to use the sad trombone on that one. But what does all this mean for the average person's paycheck? Great question. Paychecks are nudging up a bit. In April of this year, average hourly earnings increased 0.7%, which is a healthy jump for a single month. Additionally, many companies are having a t- tough time finding workers. In fact, the economy added only 266,000 jobs in April, far fewer than experts expected. More unfulfilled jobs could potentially mean good news for American paychecks. Hmm. Interesting. Can you tell our audience out there what the Federal Reserve has to say about all this and the current bout of inflation? Yeah, it's the Fed's job to shield Americans as much as possible from inflation. For his part, Jerome Powell, the Fed's current chair, expects inflation to level off as supply issues are solved. Listeners should also note that Fed experts have emphasized that one-time or short-term increases are different than ongoing inflation that comes with constant price jumps. Well, yeah, and that certainly makes sense to me. I hope it means, though, that our inflation worries may go away sooner rather than later. Well, the Fed is promoting two reasons it thinks our current price increases are likely to be a blip and not a trend. The first reason is because the average American still expects inflation to remain under control because of our recent economic history. The Fed closely tracks inflation expectations, which are a measure of where consumers and markets expect inflation to be heading. For more than two decades, there has been very little change in inflation expectations. Simply put, If the public thinks inflation is going to continue hanging around 2%, consumers and businesses are unlikely to adjust how they're behaving, even if the commodity prices surge. Businesses likely won't charge their customers higher prices because they expect those surges to be temporary, and workers likely won't demand big wage hikes to counteract higher prices. Yeah, and and that certainly strikes me as a reason to be at least somewhat optimistic So what was the second reason the Fed thinks current price increases are only temporary? Because I've heard other experts say that they think this could be a sign of, uh, you know, a a long period of inflation. So what Mm -hmm. does the Fed think? The other reason the Fed currently thinks inflation is likely temporary is because prices have largely been under control for about the last 25 years. 
even when unemployment was at a staggeringly low 3.5% in 2019, enforcing higher salaries, consumer prices stayed under the Fed's 2% target. Yeah, interesting. Well, and I think this is an informative topic. Obviously, it's timely, but let's take a minute here because I think our listeners out there might be thinking, okay, uh, what can I do to really hedge against inflation and make sure I'm in a good position to deal with it? And the key is going to be working with somebody like yourself, a trusted financial services professional, and you know that can help them have a strong strategy in place. So how can our listeners get a hold of you? I know you're offering that no-cost complimentary consultation. You said it right there. Well, I'd encourage our listeners to visit my website at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com or call my office number at 480-284-6393. You can also reach us toll-free at 866-393-7799 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. And during our show, we're talking about this current bout of inflation, and you highlighted why we're currently dealing with a modest level of inflation, and it seems things keep going up. You also noted that the Fed doesn't really think we have to worry about long-term inflation, at least at this point. So this is an informative show. How do you want to get this next segment started? Well, for this segment, Tony, I thought we should address some of the ways you can protect your finances from inflation. Inflation can be a little scary, especially when you begin factoring into your financial strategy and your eventual retirement. But the reality is there are some fairly simple ways and planning steps you can take to help guard your wallet against inflation. A Yahoo Finance article, 10 Ways to Beat Inflation, has some great insights. Now, the first step you may be able to take to help protect yourself from inflation comes down to one word, substitution. For example, if you need a new car, focus on a reliable Toyota Camry instead of a much higher priced SUV, or better still, buy a late model used car. You'll get plenty of the latest safety features and bells and whistles, but at a much lower price than if you bought new. Well, there you go. If inflation is hitting the auto industry, Focusing on a low-mileage, previously-owned vehicle certainly seems like a smart play then. Yep, and buying generics is another simple way you can help protect your budget from the threat of inflation. Letting go of the big, well-known brand names as prices rise is an easy step thanks to the variety of store brands and other generics, whether it's food, over-the-counter medications, prescriptions, or store brand clothing, you can often get exactly what you need for a lot less money. With food and over-the-counter medications, make sure you read the labels to confirm it contains everything you need and want. Beyond purchasing generics, shopping smart in general is a powerful tool to fight inflation. Make your dollars stretch as far as possible by purchasing clothing, household items, and electronics you know are going to last several years. Also use coupons and buy in bulk whenever possible. As you shift to generics and using coupons, Make sure you're tracking your spending. If you adjust your spend strategy, it's important to make sure your hard work is paying off. Well, yeah, for sure. And I think that's really important. Anxiety about inflation and then coming up with a strategy to fight it is a terrific reason, once again, to meet with a financial services professional. 
Absolutely. And remember, inflation can cause anxiety and it can be a major pain in the neck, but there are solutions. Now, Tony, you mentioned working with a financial services professional a moment ago, yep. which is good because the next way you may be able to hedge a bit against inflation is to invest. We avoid getting too into investments on our show because we simply don't have the time to adequately address all of their pros, cons, and nuances. So if investing is part of your strategy, it's essential to work with a financial services professional who'll be there to help calmly guide you through the process for years to come. Right. And it's human nature to make emotional financial decisions. We've all made that mistake. And uh, it's it just it's something everybody does when they get into these situations sometimes, especially if inflation starts skyrocketing, we get emotional. But that's where an experienced financial services professional like yourself, Aaron, uh, is going to help us make reasoned decisions instead of overly emotional financial ones, right? That's a great perspective. Yeah. Purchasing a home is another good way to offer some protection against inflation. The article notes that home prices have historically kept up with inflation. Depending on where you live, buying a home may be cheaper than renting and your mortgage rate may look even better in the future as rents continue rising. However, don't buy a home if the payments and maintenance would leave you cash poor. If you may potentially need to suddenly move for work, if you can't stay in the home for at least five years, and if you aren't interested in taking upkeeping tasks. Yeah. Well, yeah, home upkeep, lawn care, that type of thing. I, I like the idea of not having to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sounds, Me too. Sounds good. But speaking of buying a home, what's a good borrowing strategy during times of rising inflation? The simplest answer is that if inflation is trending up, don't wait to borrow because rising inflation can include rising interest rates. If taking out a loan is on your horizon, make sure to keep a close eye on inflation and if it begins rising in a way that suggests a trend rather than a blip, make your move. Okay. Yep. There you go. And I think that's really good. Again, uh, is there an area that's impacted by inflation that people might not even realize? Well, how about education? Hmm. As inflation goes up, college tuition, room and board, and books are all going to go up too. So don't attend a name brand school if you can't afford it. Instead, attend a local college and live at home. Go to community college for two years and then transfer to a four-year school or earn college credits while still in high school. Well, you know, inflation has been getting a lot of attention in the news lately, and, and education isn't one area I thought about, but uh, it has been on the rise overall. And, and though the Fed at this point doesn't expect that rise to last a long time, uh, I think it's important that we've been talking about how it might affect your overall financial strategy. So what do you have for us next? I thought in this final segment here, we'd focus on specifically how you can combat inflation if you're already retired. An article from The Balance, Three Ways to Plan for Inflation in Retirement, has some really useful information. Interestingly, the article explains that it's often considered a rule of thumb that retirees will need a permanently increasing income source to maintain their purchasing power in retirement. But it also notes that studies of retiree spending habits paint a different picture. To begin, your retirement can largely be broken down into three phases, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. 
during your go-go years, which is your early retirement, you're going to be out in the world traveling, hitting the links, fishing, and doing all of the other things you enjoy. This also means that you're out there spending money. Depending on your health, the go-go years are generally ages 55 to 75. Your next phase, the slow-go years, is generally ages 70 to 85. Depending on health, in this stage, you're home more and shopping less. As the article notes, spending in inflation-adjusted terms typically declines during this phase. And finally, in your no-go years, what you're spending on health care replaces what you previously spent on entertainment. In inflation-adjusted terms, the article explains that spending ticks back up during this phase. Well, I've never seen those phases broken down like that, and it, but it makes a lot of sense. I'm curious, though, about something. How does a retiree's income level factor into all of this? This is a good question. Your income level is certainly going to factor into how much inflation is going to affect you. Retirees with high incomes, generally 75000 or greater, can typically withstand a few inflation hits, but for retirees with lower income, inflation that hits things like food, energy, and medical care can very quickly take a big bite out of their budget. When it comes to retirement, you can generally plan for expenses rising about 3% annually, which is in line with historical inflation rates, according to the article. Yeah, so... What are some things people can do then to protect their future purchasing power from inflation? Well, the first step is one that we've addressed previously. Get the most from your Social Security. As many of our listeners probably know, Social Security contains automatic cost of living adjustments. It's a unique and lifelong inflation-adjusted income source, and a shrewd strategy may help you get even more out of it. About a third of retirees lean on Social Security to provide roughly 90% of their retirement income, and nearly half need Social Security to provide at least 50% of their retirement income. Now, if you haven't yet filed for Social Security, take your time and do some research. Working a little longer may mean more money in your pocket. And don't sweat it if you find Social Security, the process, overwhelming because you're in good company with that one. Yeah. Reach out to a financial services professional who will be able to confidently guide you through the process. Social security is one of retirement's most important pieces, so make sure you get every step just right. Okay, let's do a, a what if here. Let's say down the road, inflation really spikes and, and it does it in a way that suggests it's going to last a while. What are some steps people may want to consider in that scenario? It's another good question. But let's emphasize again that this is purely hypothetical and there's no information floating around right now that would suggest out-of-control inflation is even a slight possibility. Now, the first thing you may want to do is stock up. If prices are rising like a rocket and it looks like it may last a while, go out and buy your toilet paper, laundry detergent, and other essentials now and put them on a shelf. Remember, you don't have to take the mentality of a doomsday prepper just go out and buy enough to get you through a few months. And next, consider going green. Work to make your home as energy efficient as you can in an effort to guard your money from increasing energy prices. Yeah, uh, both good ideas, and it makes sense to me. Well, I think this has been a really great show. Uh, we've talked about a lot of great things to help hedge against inflation, but we're out of time do you have anything else for us before we go today, Aaron? 
Well, you know, we discussed an important topic today, Tony. And if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. Call my office number at 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799 to discuss how my team might be able to answer those questions and address your concerns. Again, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Sounds great, Aaron. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easel at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799 or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.